wisdom that will set you free. Welcome to Mystic FM. Join us on a voyage of spiritual discovery. Welcome everyone. My name's Julian Rosser and this is Mystic FM. Brought to you by the Aetherius Society's New Zealand branch in Auckland. Today, we discuss how to develop your clairvoyant powers. Mystic FM is produced by the New Zealand branch of the Aetherius Society, a worldwide spiritual organisation with centres in Europe, North America, Africa and Australasia. We were founded in 1955 by a Western master of yoga, Dr. George King, who passed on in 1997. The Aetherius Society are the custodians of a vast amount of spiritual teachings given by beings from this world and beyond, which were received through the yogic mediumship of Dr. King. We are a practical organization that holds regular services to send out spiritual power through prayer and mantra to help our suffering world. The Society's motto is service is the jewel in the rock of attainment. This podcast looks at our clairvoyant powers and how we can develop them. Clairvoyant powers are inherent within all of us, and there are definite ways we can develop them if we so desire. This podcast is based upon a lecture given by Dr. George King, who was an incredibly clairvoyant person, and the full lecture is available from our website, tas.co.nz. Now to tell us more about this intriguing subject, I'd like to introduce Frank McManus. Good morning. As mentioned by Julian, today's talk is about clairvoyance and how to develop it. Now the founder of the Aetherius Society, Western Master of Yoga Dr. George King, had been clairvoyant since birth and had further developed these abilities to such an extent that he was able to help the whole world. So we'll start this talk by listening to his introduction to this subject which he explains in a simple, understandable way. Clairvoyance. Well, there's a lot of claims being made about clairvoyance. And some people seem to think that because they have a clairvoyant ability that they're the only people to have it. This is not so. It's not a gift. I repeat that, clairvoyance is not a gift. It's a result of very hard work. Either in this life or in some past life. Clairvoyance is not always a mark of evolution. Some of the best 
uh, if they are best, black magicians are great clairvoyants, have great clairaudient powers, and are capable of psychic feats, which are as good as those psychic feats demonstrated by any white magician. So, psychic powers as such do not necessarily mean that the person who has developed these uh, is uh, highly evolved. A lot of claims these days by some alleged clairvoyants just because they can tell you what you ate for breakfast or some equally nonsensical thing like that they claim to come from Venus or Mars. Such is nonsense. This power of clear vision or clear hearing, clear audience, or clear smelling is within each and every person. A cat possesses it and uses it quite naturally. A dog uses it quite naturally. There have been many, many cases, well-authenticated cases, where a dog has shown clairvoyant powers by being frightened of a room that was known to be haunted, for instance, when the dog itself couldn't know that the room was haunted. Generally, a dog does not like psychic manifestation, generally a cat, unless it's a Pekingese, generally a cat does like psychic manifestation. So therefore, it's rather like healing in a way. It's a great power which you can all develop. And when you have developed it, and can use it, you must refuse to use it. It's one of the great subtleties of life. Like so many psychic powers, it presents a certain temptation, if you like to call it this, but you can't reject that which you have not developed. So, in the consideration of the development of clairvoyance, I'd like to make one or two points very clear. The only reason I'm giving this lecture is because I believe that if some of you developed clairvoyance correctly, this could help you to do a greater service for mankind. And that's my only motive for being here talking about this subject. No other motive whatsoever.
Now to more fully understand how we can receive and understand impressions and subtle stimuli which are beyond the range of the physical senses, we have to understand what we are and the world we live in. Firstly, we are spiritual beings living inside a material form, and the universe we exist in is only the lowest manifestation of a spiritual reality which we move through to gain experience. The higher aspect of ourselves exists within and around the physical form, and has within it openings which in the East are called chakras, or in Western terminology, psychic centers. These chakras, which are much like whirlpools, connect at their narrow end to different parts of the spinal column, and at their wider end to the periphery of the subtle body, called by some the aura. Just as physical stimuli enter the body through the eyes, ears, nose, and touch, so do subtle stimuli enter the aura through the chakras and are registered in the subtle aspects of the brain in a similar way as is physical stimuli. When the chakras, the aura, and the brain become sensitized with specific exercises, then we are able to receive and comprehend subtle stimuli and have clairvoyant powers. Now many people develop these abilities for personal gain just as people develop their physical abilities for their own gain. Dr. King, as a master of yoga, had a very timely warning about this, and we will listen to this now. I'll tell you again a story which uh, I think I've told you before. I don't know whether a lot of you got the motive behind this story uh, in the past, but if you didn't, please concentrate and try and get what I'm meaning. First of all, in all advanced mysticism there is a great subtlety. The subtler um, uh, forces are the subtler forces. And they are not coarsened like the forces that we can see uh, here and so on with our normal senses. The story is this. I once met a man, he was one of the greatest exponents in the world on judo. He was a very, very old Japanese. I met him during the war in England because he had no um, leanings at all towards the, the, the military of Japan. Absolutely no, he didn't agree with them. In fact, he disagreed with them a lot more, uh, I think, uh, in his heart of hearts than did uh, many of the soldiers who actually fought them. This man, I met him just before he died, and he was talking to me about mystic things, and he was a great mystic, and he was a great occultist. And he said, well, judo is just an excuse to teach the exponent a self-defense. And from that we lead him into the deeper aspects of occultism. And then he said he gets so good at judo that he just daren't use it. He said, I can kill a man without 
coming near, nearer to him than 20 feet. He said, naturally, I wouldn't dream, not ever dream, of using that power. And I knew the man was telling the exact truth. Here, you see, he developed something in order to discipline his mind and body, because judo is a tremendous discipline. In order to discipline his mind and body so that he could reject the powers. Let me tell you another story. Remember a book called the Bible? Remember a man called Jesus was on a hill uh, and he was tempted of the devil and he said, get thee behind me, Satan. Do you know what that means? I'll tell you. Here was a person offered the lands. Well, let us not forget, in those days, the most important people in the lands were not the kings or the princes by any means. They were the astrologers and the court prophets and clairvoyants. These were the people who ran the crowns. There isn't any doubt. These were the people generally came under the, the heading of high priests. These were the people who had the power, who had the riches, and who dethroned the kings when they wanted to. There isn't any doubt. Here was a man standing on top of a hill, symbolically, looking out, and symbolically he is tempted by the devil. Uh, the devil says to him, all that is yours. Here was a man, Jesus, who was a great exponent uh, of clairvoyance, uh, of clairaudience. Uh, here was a man who could offer his service uh, to any crown and be accepted immediately because he could demonstrate his magic quite easily uh, and he could soon run that particular place, that government, that state. What does he mean when he says, get thee behind me, Satan? I've actually told you in a previous class exactly uh, the, the mysticism uh, behind that. But what he was really doing was this. If he used his basic clairvoyant powers, he could rule the kings. There isn't any doubt. But he said, get thee behind me, or in other words, he was transmuting his powers onto a much higher level. You cannot transmute that which is dormant. It must be first brought to life and then transmuted. That's what I mean with the subtlety that the strange thing about the development of clairvoyance is this, that when you have developed it, you will then transmute those abilities onto a higher level a greater level. Now there are many ways to develop our clairvoyant abilities. Dr. King as a master of yoga had extremely developed psychic abilities and he had this advice for all people who wish to develop their clairvoyant powers. My friends, the best method I know of developing clairvoyance, by far the best method I know of doing it, is by practicing 
deep breathing exercises, which I have told you so many times in the past. There are many other methods of doing it. Uh, for instance, you can sit uh, all round in a circle at seven o'clock every Thursday night, uh, have a medium there, uh, if you like, uh, get instructions from his mentor or master or, or guide or helper or teacher, have instructions from him how to develop clairvoyant powers. Uh, and it might take you a few months and it might take you uh, a life or two to do it in this way. But by doing a deep breathing exercises as laid down in our little book and believe me this is no sales campaign for the book because it's been selling for years anyway by doing those things strictly this is the best way to develop any clairvoyant powers within you and I will tell you why a basic clairvoyance uh, uh, comes when the solar plexus center is fairly well opened. Disappointed? You thought it was the Christ center. No, I'll repeat it. When the solar plexus center is fairly well opened, basic clear vision comes by looking through the solar plexus center. I admit that a higher form of clairvoyance does come by looking through the heart center and by looking through the throat center. If we charge ourselves with the universal life force, uh, putting the correct thought behind it, and we've had a, lo a long class uh, on how, how exactly how to do this uh, by bringing the prana instead of allowing the universal life force to flow freely through the subtle and nervous uh, membranes within the body instead of allowing it to just flow freely if we concentrate it at the base of the spine and try to breathe it up the spine by a concentration uh, we can gradually enhance uh, all psychic centers for that matter and most certainly enhance our uh, powers basic powers of clairvoyance later we can enhance our higher powers of clairvoyance you know, you must, I'm afraid, crawl before you walk. And that is the best method. There is not another one. I defy any teacher in America, in India, or even Tibet to come forward with a better method than that for the ordinary man. The other methods, my friend, friends, are dangerous. There are certain methods 
that you can use to quickly enhance clairvoyance, uh, but if you slip, you can become an idiot, a crippled for life, or a dead man, and have to come back again. But this is a safe, sure, absolutely dead sure way of doing it. So we can see from this that to charge the aura up with higher energies in a positive controlled way is the best way to develop clairvoyance. Other powerful additions to this are to give healing, to attract the universal life force towards ourselves and then send this out to others either through prayer or hands-on healing. This will also develop and help us to grow spiritually and develop in ourselves an all-important quality of compassion and love towards all. Learning how to relax is also an important aid and to do this we will share an ancient technique which really works. Firstly, lie on a flat surface on your back and then tense all the muscles in your body, your face, feet, every part of you for a few seconds and then slowly relax. It won't be easy at first but with practice you will be able to do this. And then keep your attention lightly focused on the back of the neck, not trying to force the mind to stay still but just bringing it back gently to this position and breathe rhythmically and relax into this condition. With practice, this form of relaxation exercise will bring on a beautiful mystical state. Now as we begin to receive psychic impressions, many people make the mistake of believing that all they receive is true. This is usually not the case. Many times this can be psychic impressions combined with a very active or overactive imagination or else psychic impressions wrongly interpreted. So we shall proceed cautiously and learn to analyze our psychic impressions as we receive them. And over time we will develop more sensitivity and also the ability to translate our impressions correctly. So you can see, many times our impressions will be wrong, or the timing may not be right, so it's incorrect for us to give advice to people at this stage. We should never try to develop psychic abilities by blank blanking our minds, making them blank. For this is a sure way of leaving ourselves open to any influence, good or bad, which may come from anywhere. To summarize, we all can develop our clairvoyant powers. It is a result of hard work, present karma, environment, and is a natural part of our spiritual unfoldment. Thanks, Frank. And just a reminder that you can purchase the recording by Dr. King that this podcast was based on. It's available as a CD or download from our website, tas.co.nz, that's T-A-S.co.nz, and it's called How to Develop Your Clairvoyant Powers. Well, thanks for listening. 
I'm Julian Rosser and I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you did, then there's plenty more on our website, which I'm sure you'll also enjoy. You can find them at our website, tas.co.nz, and we look forward to sharing another topic with you in our next podcast. Thank you for listening to Mystic FM, brought to you by the Aetherius Society. Tune in next time for more cosmic spirituality, because it is wisdom that sets you free.